Nigel Show. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer right over there with a special guest at the DriveHubler.com hotline. Tommy Pickett is the Rapid Response Director for the RNC. Tommy, we got a lot of stuff to touch on here, and I do want to get your thoughts on the debate that took place this past week, Joe Biden's disastrous Hawaii trip. We're going to get to all of that, but obviously the biggest story in America right now is Donald Trump, his arrest, the mugshot, and where we go from here. And that's where I want to get your thoughts, Tommy, because it seems like this is all the political left wanted. They wanted the mugshot. Well, here it is. What happens next? Where does the political left go in this country now that they've got this? Do they sit back and talk about how great Joe Biden is? What do you think is going to happen next? Well, I think sort of two things. First, I don't think this is playing out just politically speaking the way that the left thinks it is. I mean, this is in addition to so many concerning and shocking stories, whether you're a Catholic, a pro-life American, a parent at a school board meeting of the Biden administration going after you while at the same time insisting that Hunter Biden did absolutely nothing wrong. I mean, that's what Joe Biden says about Hunter Biden. The two-tiered system of justice that seems evident to so many Americans is really shocking uh, and counter to how you actually have a functioning democracy. So I think a lot of Americans are extremely concerned about that. And then the second point, I think you're right to point out the left is ideologically bankrupt. They have the same staled, failed ideas that have led to decline every single place they've been tried. They have absolutely nothing but fear-mongering to run on. And I don't think they can run on their own agenda because their own agenda is a complete disaster. So I think politically speaking, I don't think the left uh, is really gaining politically from from the sort of two-tiered system of justice they're trying to force on the throats of the American people. Tommy, what did you think? Like... What did you think of the mugshot? Like, like, what did you glean? Was there anything you were able to extrapolate? Like, like I looked at that mugshot, and it's more than just a mugshot to me. It's a, it's like a scowl. It's like, it's like his not effing around face. Like, this is, this is serious. Like, he could have gone there and had a big smile, that big Trump smile, like Jenna Ellis did. Um, but this isn't a funny situation. This is a serious, serious situation. Were, were you able to glean anything from? Um, just by simply looking at Trump's mugshot? Well, I don't really want to necessarily speculate too much about what was going on in President Trump's head at the time, but I think you're right to point out that he does have an extremely serious expression on. Uh, I noticed that the campaign was pretty quick and, and really shift trying to shift the momentum around that mugshot and highlighting uh, uh, what, what they were what they saying is really this two-tier system of justice. So I think, in my mind, that's part of why the left's not really, I think, gaining politically from this sort of thing. And and again, it's it almost feels odd to talk about how this is politically affecting things because it's such a serious issue. It's such a, a serious uh, a circumstance happening in this country. And there are such serious allegations of a two-tier system of justice, again, beyond uh, just the president, even though that's, that's of the utmost concern, but also when it comes to parents, when it comes to pro-life Americans, when it comes to Catholics. And that's something that really unites all of the candidates in the Republican Party right now, saying that we shouldn't have a justice system that treats one group of people differently based off of their political leanings. We should have a justice system that, that is blind and that fairly applies the law without fear or favor. Tommy, from the people that you speak with, I'm sure you have lots of conversations throughout the course of a week. Do the independents or maybe the people that were a little on the fence about whether or not to vote Republican, whether or not to support Donald Trump. Is it any way possible that this this mugshot, this arrest, what's happening to Donald Trump right now is actually something that can help the Republican Party? 
Well, I don't think I, I even hesitate to talk about it that way because I don't think that there's any chance where if when you see a Justice Department like Biden's, for example, targeting parents, targeting pro-life Americans, I think that does motivate people to go out and vote for Republicans. But it's such a, a heinous thing to do. It's such a yeah. harmful thing to do. It's such a terrible thing to do to go after political opponents, uh, especially when, you, when you're talking about uh, just the contrast that always hits me is you, you talk about pro-life Americans that are being targeted. They have barely prosecuted anyone for, for throwing a firebomb at a, pre- a pregnancy yep. center or vandalizing churches. I mean, where is this Justice Department? Why is this Justice Department letting pro-abortion extremists terrorize pro-life Americans around this country while targeting and, and sending a squat team to a, to a man's home for standing outside an abortion clinic? I mean, the, the two-tier system of justice in this country is terrible, and I think yeah, – so I think it will motivate people to vote Republican, but I even hesitate to even say that just because of how harmful and how terrible it is. I hope it does motivate people to vote Republican because this type of standard cannot stand in a, in a democracy. A democracy cannot withstand the sort of two-tier system of justice. It undermines it at its very heart uh, and really goes against what this nation was founded on. Tommy Piggott is our guest. He's the Rapid Response Director for the RNC. It's been a big week for the Republican Party. Uh, Obviously, right now, Donald Trump has all the headlines. But earlier in the week, um, in front of a national audience, other candidates had a chance to talk about what they were about. So it feels like it's been about a four or five day stretch here uh, with the build up to the debate, the build up to the Tucker Trump thing and what's happening now, where a lot of of Republican ideas are being exposed uh, maybe to some new voters. I think they are. I mean, that was what was so great about this debate. We had a massive audience for the debate. The last I saw was something like 12 million people tuned in to the debate, not counting replays of the event, not counting Rumble, who was our live stream partner for the debate. So we had a massive audience for that debate. And I think that shows that Americans are ready and hungry for an alternative. They're sick and tired of the two and a half years of abject failure from Joe Biden in Washington, D.C. And I think you're right to point out the ideas and solutions. Of course, there was disagreement on that stage. I mean, that's that's part of what a debate is, right? But what unites us is so much more than what divides us. And I think that was clear. And it was also clear the passion that these candidates had, the solutions. Compare that to Joe Biden, who offers a no comment to the people of Maui. Mm. I mean, you have a no comment president from Joe Biden versus the passion and the solutions that we have from Republican candidates. And I think that was such a stark contrast this week that bodes well for us electorally and I think shows reaffirms why we need a Republican president in 2024. Are there going to be more debates? There's obviously going to be. Is, is there another one scheduled that you know of right now? Yes, there's another one scheduled for September 27th. It's going to be at the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library and Institute in California. Uh, the qualifications are going to be a little bit higher for that one, I think, as people would expect as we get closer to casting votes and picking that nominee. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, people love debates. I mean, I, I'm a bit of a uh, you know, I, I obviously watch this every day for my job, and I, I think they're great, but I think the, the ratings themselves also show. People want to hear from these candidates directly. No spin from the media, no sound bites. Let's get them on stage you know, and hear what they have to say. Did anything surprise you? Like, did like something happen that you didn't expect during those debates? I was just surprised on how electric it was from the beginning. It almost seemed like, you know, you have Pence going after Ramaswamy. You had pretty much everybody going after Ramaswamy at one point. I, I, I thought it was pretty fiery. Um, anything that surprised you or, or, or shocked you at all? I don't know if I'd say surprised. I do. I do agree that there was a lot of energy on that stage. I yes. think that's part of what what a debate is. But again, what a contrast to Joe Biden. I mean, low energy, sleepy oh, Joe Biden. I mean, what a contrast. <laughs> I, 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 you know, it's just, I think, and I think also 
the reason why the candidates were, were so fiery on that stage, I think, is because the stakes could not be higher in this election. What unites us as Republicans is so much more, like I said, than what divides us. But Joe Biden is such a failure. We need as a party to to win this next election. I believe that we will. I believe the American people are, like I said, sick and tired of Joe Biden. But that's where I think this energy is coming from. I think it's, a, it's an amazing sign for our party. It shows our party is strong. It shows our party has ideas. It shows we're a big tent party. Uh, and it shows that we actually have the energy on our side because our ideas work. Democrat ideas don't. Hey, Tommy, last thing here before we let you go. You kind of touched on this a little bit earlier. Joe Biden's disastrous response to that awful situation in Hawaii. Everything from not wanting to be bothered on vacation, no comment, and then going over there and comparing what these people have witnessed and seen, children being burned to his Corvette and a kitchen fire. I mean, the whole thing was, it was embarrassing, even by Biden standards. It was, and it was, it was honestly heartbreaking because America needs a president that can step up in a time like this. That's what we need in a leader. We don't have that in Joe Biden. I mean, the the White House today tried to insist that Joe Biden just didn't hear the question when he answered no comment, which I think is absurd if you watch that video. He clearly took a moment, thought about the question and answered it. But even if that's the case, he was asked earlier and he he rode his bike right, right past the question, refused to stop after obviously hearing the question. When he was in Hawaii, he lied to the residents of Maui, making up a story about a fire in his house which was just a small kitchen fire and contained in, in, in this extinguished in about 20 minutes. So he, he is showing that he has no empathy, that with the media saying he's the empathizer in chief. In reality, he's just self-centered. And we see that with Maui, East Palestine, Afghanistan, the border. This is a man who's more interested in retirement than governing. And I think in 2024, Americans are going to give him that wish. Tommy Pickett, RNC Rapid Response Director. You can see some of his work on Twitter at RNC Research. Tommy, have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week. You too. Have a good one. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.